helping you take control of your fitness, nutrition, and mindset. This is the KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is the Power Hour with me, Natalie Lennon. I'm here with you every Wednesday evening until 7 p.m. on KCLR, diving deep into everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, and well-being with you. We are halfway through the series, show five already. Can you believe it? I hope you have been enjoying it as much as I have. A reminder, the aim of the Power Hour every single week is to give you the tools to take control of your health inside and out. I want to give you the knowledge and thus the power to maximize the quality of your life. And of course, we want to have lots of fun while we do it. I want to give you that feel good factor so that you walk away from the power hour feeling uplifted, motivated and inspired. If you want to get in touch with us during the show with any questions that I can help you with, fitness or nutrition, anything at all, please do so on our dinnersready.ie text sign 083 306 9696 you can WhatsApp us here too or reach out to me on my Instagram. Some of you have been doing so at Natalie Lennon underscore. Now, what do we have coming up on this week's show? Well, it is our Sea Swim special. My experience so far, I want to tell you all about it, the tips that have helped me, especially this time of year. We have our usual Q&A where I'm going to answer two questions that came in on Instagram this week that I think you'll really enjoy. One about shake suggestions for weight loss and then on the flip side, how to deal with weight gain. I have an amazing interview with a man that has been sea swimming every single week since he was 16 years of age. And of course, we will have our one minute myth bust, our funny fitness story, your homework for next week. I want to hear how you got on last week. And we're also going to have a sea safety chat. We're going to go to a quick ad break first. Have something you want answered? Just let us know. It's the Power Hour Q&A. Hello and welcome back. So we're going to dive straight into our Q&A here. And the first question that I got in on my Instagram this week is, would you recommend any shakes for someone who has just joined the gym, ideally to assist weight loss? Great question, because I think we're often brainwashed into believing that a shake is like a necessary accessory that needs to accompany your gym membership. And it really isn't. I want to just break down that belief right now. So... Looking at this question, the goal is weight loss. And for a lot of people who join a gym, the goal is weight loss. So looking at that concept, firstly, we're going to go back to the very basics of weight loss, which is energy in versus energy out. You know, calories in versus calories out. I hate to bring it down to just that because there are so many other factors, but that is the basics. So you need to remember if you're adding a shake to your diet, you're adding calories. So you're adding energy in. Remember this. So you don't necessarily need to bring in a shake to aid your weight loss. Now, what kind of shake are we talking about here? Well, I think the individual asking was maybe relating it to protein shakes. That's generally what we're led to believe we need. Now, there are other shakes on the market, of course, and in, you know, health stores, which you'll see labeled as weight loss shakes, or in my opinion, worse again, meal replacement shakes. Now, as a nutritional and health coach, I really wouldn't recommend these guys unless you're advised by a medical profession, professional to do so. 
they're not really the answer to sustainable long-term weight loss. They might get you the weight loss within the four weeks or eight weeks of the program, but then what happens in the months after that when you go back to eating normal meals again? So these shakes really are a no-go for weight loss, in my opinion. But should you be adding in a protein shake if you've joined the gym and you want to lose weight? Well, remember, protein powder is again a supplement. A supplement we only bring into our diet if we're not getting enough from the diet itself. So if you've gone through your typical diet and food diary with a professional or you've learned about yourself and you've looked at your food and you think you're lacking protein, well then yes you will need to bring in a protein shake to assist your weight loss because protein is really important to help your muscles recover okay moving on to our second question this is a total flip side of the coin and that is I have gained some weight that I'm happy to keep because my food relationship is better and I'm still at a healthy body weight, but it's hard. How do you deal with accepting a bigger body? Now, this is a great question because I'm all about improving your food relationship, improving your health and being less focused focused on your, your aesthetic, you know, your body fat percentage. So number one, to the, the individual who asked this question, you should be really proud of yourself. We often forget in this world where weight loss is pushed at us so often that there's loads of individuals who have needed to gain weight for their health as well and to improve their relationship with food and fitness. Now, how do we work through it and accept being in a slightly bigger body? Well, number one, don't weigh yourself. What's the point? It is just too much of a negative mental trigger by times to do this. So there's no need. If you're at a place where your body is thriving and healthy and you have a good relationship with food and fitness, you don't need to keep weighing yourself. Mm, yeah, so secondly, if the thin aesthetic, I would call it, is taking over your news feed on social media, well then let's change that up. Let's follow more body positive accounts or bodies like yours and mute those accounts for a time if you find them maybe a little bit triggering um, and impacting your body image. You, you don't want to follow anyone that's going to cause you to scrutinize yourself. Then I would move on to say, if you have the means to, buy new clothes so that you feel comfortable in your body and this new body shape. There's also amazing secondhand shops out there. Depop is thriving nowadays if you want to do secondhand shopping online. So definitely save for a shopping spree. Treat yourself. And lastly, if you're dealing with weight gain, think of everything else that you've gained. You know, this person mentioned their relationship with food is now healthier than ever. So think of all the freedom you've gained mentally now that you're not stressing about food. You've more headspace, more time to do more fun activities. You have done exactly what the Power Hour aims to do. You've reclaimed your power, so enjoy it. Now, we are going to move to a song before we are back with Everything Sea Swims. Here is Rudimental, Jesslyn and Macklemore with These Days. I know you moved on to someone new. Hope life is beautiful. You were the light for me to find my truth. I just want to say thank you. Leaving to find my soul Told her I had to go And I know it ain't pretty When our hearts get broke Too young to feel this old Watching us both turn cold Oh, I know it ain't pretty When two hearts get broke Yeah, I know it ain't pretty When two hearts get broke I hope someday
time Calling me when I'm drunk Remind me of what I've done And I know it ain't pretty When you're trying to move to talk sea swimming sea dips and cold water therapy have any of you been sea swimming lately do you enjoy it have you got into the cold water therapy buzz let us know on our dinnersready.ie text sign 083 306 9696 I'm dying to know so let me tell you about my experience so far because we're diving into it here today but it's not something that I have been doing for a long period of time whatsoever it was only last summer that I got into doing sea swims and obviously the summer we had a gorgeous gorgeous heat wave last year and I actually was injured so I couldn't quite train as much as I would like to in the gym Uh, we couldn't go on holidays either so I was exploring a lot more of Ireland and I was trying to take up new hobbies and be less reliant on the gym and explore the outdoors while we had the good weather so I wanted to take up surfing so this is how I got into sea swimming I'd done a good bit during the summer but I could wear my swimsuit it wasn't that cold we were fine now cold water swims is a whole other kettle of fish shall we say slight pun in there somewhere cold water swims I've only got into really recently so number one because they're very far away from me it's at least an hour and a quarter's drive I was like is it going to be worth driving that far to get into the sea for a max of probably two minutes nah I'll leave it and then number two well it's really cold why would I want to put my body through it why would anyone want to get into the sea when it's eight degrees and freeze well let me tell you why so 
last September, like I was saying, it was all warm. It was very enjoyable. The last swim I done, sorry, was in September. I was paddling just on um, kind of a very small surfboard in Stradbally Cove in Waterford with a friend of mine, Eddie. We had a great evening, but the water was starting to get quite cold even with the wetsuit. And the thoughts of going for a cold swim after that just never entered my mind until I was gifted this treatment when I was in Galway in a recovery centre, which was cold water therapy. So this is when you go from a hot tub to a cold tub. So the hot tub is around 40 degrees. The cold tub is usually around 8 or 9 degrees. Now I think this one in Galway was only 6. I must go back actually and take that up with them because that's colder than the average temperature of the sea in February. But I got in and I done it there purely because we could jump straight into the hot water afterwards. So this is my first experience with submerging my body into really, really cold water. And I could not believe the shock to my system. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't think about anything but trying to breathe. And that in itself turned out to be magical. I lasted for around 30 to 40 seconds, got straight into the hot tub. And then I got quite competitive with myself and I kept getting into the cold tub because I realised how incredible it was for your mental health. I just couldn't be anything but extremely present in that moment. My body then afterwards as well, my muscle soreness was completely gone. I felt like I'd recovered from my training. And I decided after that, that when I was turning 28 on the 18th of December for my birthday, I wanted to celebrate by getting into the sea. I am losing it, I know, in my old age. (laughs) But I went down to Cahor with my uncle Noel and my cousin. Now I wore my wetsuit, but I lasted in the sea for six to seven minutes. That was my first cold sea swim. It was just incredible. I felt so positive and happy. It was like a hit of positive endorphins when I got out. So since then, I've gone a few times and I found that, well, it gets easier every single time. There's no experience like it that has helped me to be more mindful and positive. It makes me feel alive. It calms me. It reduces my stress. It helps me to be present. And it reminds me of how small my problems really are. Like, if you're following my Instagram, I have a huge boil on my cheek at the moment. But that all goes out the window when you're just trying to focus on how you can breathe and nothing but that. So I would say for anyone who's looking to get into doing sea swims... Best way to go about it would probably be to try and go to a recovery centre first and see if you could get into a hot and cold tub. I went to the recovery hub in Carlo recently at Carlo Shopping Centre and they have a hot and cold tub there. That's a great way to start or get some friends with you. Get down to the sea. We'll be talking sea sea safety soon and then that might give you a little bit more of um, a push to go and try your first cold sea swim. Now, we're going to jump to an ad break and after that, I'm back with a really interesting interview that I think is going to persuade you even more. You're listening to the KCLR Power Hour with Natalie Lennon. Hello. Okay, so I am joined here by a very talented individual today. He is a photographer, filmmaker, outdoor and enthusiast, sea swim addict and an extremely talented surfer. We are here with Mr. Oshin Cook. How are you doing today, Oshin? Great today. Thank you very much. Hope everyone's doing well. We are absolutely delighted to have you here on Casey Lower on the Power Hour. So we are sitting here looking at the most beautiful beach, which is Carney... Carnivan Beach in County Wexford. Carnivan Beach in County Wexford. Oshin is about to go for a bit of a sea uh, swim and surf, would I be right? Swim and surf, that's exactly it, yep. Fantastic. Okay, so guys, I found Oshin on Instagram through seeing his content, which is absolutely incredible, at oshin.c. That's it. Yep. Yep. Okay, so Oshin, let's dive straight into it. We're doing a sea swim and cold water therapy special here today. Tell us a little bit more about your love for the coast and the sea and when it all started. So 
I moved down to Wexford when I was eight um, from from Dublin, and I lived five minutes from the beach. I didn't really appreciate it when I was younger, but as I grew older, as school got a bit tougher, I got a bit stressed out. I started really gravitating towards the beach, and then one day my mum was like, oh, do you want to come swimming with us? She was learning to sea swim, and she learned in a pool. Okay. I wasn't very confident swimming, so... So, was your mum only learning how to swim later in life as well? Uh, she would be a fairly strong swimmer, but she had, like, us had kids and stopped swimming, and then... Yeah. Uh, since we moved to Wexford, she finally was like, oh, I'll start doing this. But, like, I was 16 at the time, so it was eight years okay. after I moved down to Wexford. And then, I don't know what age she was, but she she dragged me into the pool and was like, you're learning to swim now. And that was, for it's me, the only that's, way. it's the only way. That, yeah. That's how I learned to swim then as well. I couldn't swim up until 16. Brilliant. Okay, so you were 16. You'd been down in Wexford for eight years at this stage. Yeah. And then you first started getting into sea swimming because your mom was like, you're coming in with me. Yeah. Uh, you were finding school a little bit stressful. And straight away, what jumps out at me there is we hear so often about the mental benefits of sea swimming as like a therapy. So did you find like from the moment you first got into the sea that day when you were 16 that there were mental benefits? Oh, absolutely. Um, and even talking now, like I get into the sea, my head would be clearer if I get up for a sunrise. You have the whole day in front of you. Don't feel tired. It's like natural coffee. You just feel, you wake up and you're buzzed, you're energetic and you're ready to kick on the day. You're buzzing I for it. I couldn't agree with that more. It is literally like a natural form of coffee. Because um, when you're in the water, there's nothing else you can think about bar your breath work. Yeah. Um, so you were mentioning there before we started chatting that you have gotten into the sea almost every single week since that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the, what is it that keeps you coming back? You just, it's just so cold. It's perfect. <laughs> I, I honestly, um, I'd have fairly bad asthma as well, and swimming really, really, really helps that. It's wow. increased my lung capacity loads. So, oh my gosh. Um, I virtually at the moment don't have asthma, and I haven't had a bad asthma attack in about two or three years because I've been active in the sea and using that breathing techniques and whatever else. Um, that is and incredible. In through the nose, out through the mouth, and it's how you... It's all you can focus it's on. It's all you can focus on, exactly. When, like, so I've only recently got into doing cold water swimming, and I find it really difficult to stay in the water for as long as, like, mentally I know I can. Obviously, straight away, your fight or flight is like, get out of the water, it's too yeah. cold, and you force yourself to stay in. When you first started, in comparison to now, you obviously have acclimatised more to the cold water. Yeah. What's the longest you'd stay in without your wetsuit now this time of year? Oh, I think the longest I could stay in, honestly, without my wetsuit would be about 10 minutes. That's um, incredible. And I'd be focusing very much so on inner peace and you kind of drain out the cold. I always tell myself, the cold is a feeling, it's not... Yeah. Um, it's The cold is a feeling, it's not like it's actually going to stop you from living. It's not like exactly. you're not going to be able to get through it. You will get through it. You just need to power through those few minutes of what is kind of pain to realise how much you're capable of. I think it's all about acclimatising through like baby steps as well though. Like yes. you can't jump straight in. Um, like if you just put your feet in, they get kind of numb and you're like, oh, this isn't too bad. Then you get up to your knee and you're like, oh, this is all right. And then you get up to your waist like, oh, that's really cold. Yeah. If you give it five minutes, you're you're not that bad anymore and it's like you're you're perfect to get in at that moment I reckon. yeah when I done my first well not my first but a sea swim recently with my uncle Noel Malai if he's listening um, at 
two minutes, I was like, okay, no, I'm done. I need to get out. And he was like, no, you can last a little bit longer. I guarantee you. And I was like, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. And I did. I lasted yeah. for six minutes. So well done. I really do think it just, it helps you realize how much you're capable of. And it makes you a stronger person nearly inside as well as it actually. It pushes your boundaries as a person. And I think that translates into um, your mental strength then as well, like Absolutely. in the workplace. Absolutely. So tell me this, do you find that there's many physical benefits as well, like less maybe inflammation in your body or like there's less muscle soreness after surfing? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's almost like a therapy session while you're paddling as well or even just lying there. Um, like, you know, you salt water therapy, you can just lie there and look yeah. at the sky. That's probably one of my favorite things to do in the world. Like I'd be out in the sea on a calm day, just lying down, not even thinking about the world. And it's almost like a form of meditation in itself then. And your body definitely feels better after that as well. Um, less stress, less yeah. less tight muscles. Just even, you don't, because normally in day-to-day life, you don't allow yourself to just sit down and relax you or don't. lie in your bed unless you're having a nap. But then that's, you're trying to do something at that. When you're in the sea, you just let yourself be in the sea. There's no, you're not focusing on... You're completely in the present. You're completely in the present, absolutely. I was listening to an audiobook on the way down here, and one tip that the girl gave was that you should try and find five minutes to sit alone in the quiet every single day. And yep. if you do, you'll completely transform your mindset. But that's very difficult to do because we're always too busy, or when we do stop for those five minutes, there's always thoughts taking over our mind. Absolutely. Um, mindfulness is a really, really difficult practice. It's called a practice for a reason because that's what we have to do. It's something I'm trying to get into. When I get into the sea, that's when the thoughts stop coming. It's almost automatic when you get in the sea, yeah. It just switches off those thoughts. I think that's why I've grown to love it so much. And that's why when people push through that initial kind of fear and cold and fright, they get hooked, just like you have. Um, So have you any tips for anyone looking to start sea swims? Um, wait for the summer. No. Wait for the summer. <laughs> um, just in, in the wintertime, the Irish Sea is very cold. So if you are getting into sea swimming, um, wrap up in booties, a wetsuit, gloves, maybe even a hood if you want to be in for long. If you're just going in for dips, you can brave the togs, yeah. I reckon. And if you're trying to get into swimming in general, like local pools are opening now that everything's starting to open. So that's probably the safer bet. And then once you feel brave enough or strong enough to swim or paddle in the sea and hold your own, I think then, yeah. then that opens yeah. the door for the sea now, as well. You just said you might be, if you're only going for a dip, you can brave your um, your togs. <laughs> I haven't managed that yet. I cannot <laughs> brave the togs at all. I can manage it if it's a cold water therapy in like a recovery center. Mm. I went to the recovery hub in Carlo recently where you go from a 40 degree jacuzzi into a seven or eight degree cold oh tub. My. <laughs> But at least you have the jacuzzi to jump yeah, back into. Jump back into. But that's the same temperature as seawater at the moment. It's typically around yeah, 8 degrees yeah, in February. Yeah. So it's difficult to do in the togs. I had to invest in the wetsuit. I, I think when, in my head, I'm always like, there's a hot shower waiting for me at home. That's always what's going to get me through. And that's what gets me to maybe up around 10 minutes staying in. I'm like, there's a hot shower at home. There's a hot yeah. shower. I, I, I can get to the shower. It's going to be so much nicer when I'm in the shower. This is all going to be worth it. And that kickstarts the day as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You kind of appreciate everything so much more oh, yeah. after you're yeah. cold. You're very grateful, very grateful for everything. One thing that I have to do is have um, tea with me. I have to have a flask have have of tea. a hot drink. Yeah. And I have to sit in the car for nearly an hour afterwards to warm up because my hands <laughs> can't function. Put full blast. Literally full <laughs> blast with my face in front of it. Um, That's a really important tip as well yeah. to have a hot liquid with you. I don't drink tea but I always bring hot chocolate oh, and hot chocolate like the chocolate's always good for 
shock as well so yeah. if you are feeling a bit shocked from cold water you're a bit like oh all homely and inside with the hot chocolate once you're sipping it so always have a hot drink with you if you're if you're going down i must i must bring a uh, hot chocolate next time yeah um okay so when it comes to surfing then i can't not touch on surfing because i've looked at your instagram and there is some unbelievable shots of you <laughs> out in surfboard now i've tried to take up surfing since last summer a friend of mine got me into it and i've maybe done it seven or eight times fail epically about 20 times on the board and then it might stand <laughs> for five seconds um how long have you been doing surfing Oshin? um so i used to do compete in surf lifesaving so oh my God. they use like lifeguard boards and i'd have one at home um but then that's not really surfing because the bigger waves they don't handle bigger waves so i only actually picked up surfing in at the start of lockdown and i really made use of me living beside the beach yeah. i was in the water every single day practicing every day. Uh, you have to like you, it's like any skill you have to really Put the time in and then yeah. it gradually starts um the, the the results start to show but now i'd be traveling around ireland trying to catch waves or whatever like i'm just back from donegal now i'm not amazing i know some unbelievable boys like tom breen down in waterford um shout out tom breen if he's listening i think i have saw his yeah, he's ridiculous um i wouldn't be as good as them but like any skill if you want to do well at it you have to put the time and the work in and the yeah. effort and unfortunately because we live in Ireland uh, that also includes being in the sea for I think the longest I've been in the sea in the cold water uh, in the winter is about three and a half hours yeah. oh wow yeah. cold cold and long and you have these crazy winds on your head but it's always worth it in the end of the day if you, but if you that, love it. That is so inspirational. You only started taking up surfing at the beginning of lockdown. <laughs> and you've gone from just taking it up to staying in the water in the cold for three and a half hours because you've grown that much of a love for it. Yeah, That's absolutely. so inspirational. So for anyone listening who's telling themselves that you're too old to take up surfing or even just going for a dip in the sea, you are not. You never are. It's never too late to start. Okay, before I let you go, Oshin, you have obviously explored so much of, well, all of the coast of Ireland, but particularly the southeast coast which is where the Kilkenny Carlow um, listeners of KCLR would be maybe most likely to travel to if they're going to try this out some of your top or favourite beaches in Waterford or Wexford maybe oh my favourite beaches now I'm going to have to say because I'm a local at the beach um, Old Bond Beach in County Wexford is my all time favourite and that you can walk the whole way down to Kirklow on a, on a good day tides dependent but it is a beautiful beautiful stretch of beach and then, as I mentioned there, Kirklow. So, Albon and Kirklow in North Wexford. And then in South Wexford, I think Bag and Bun and Carnarvon. And even Dollar Bay. So, around the Hookhead Peninsula, you'll get some Brilliant. absolutely stunning beaches. Um, and they're like little coves. So, if the wind's blowing one way, you can go to the opposite beach and you'll get protected by the wind on the opposite beach and vice versa. Um, but it's all fun exploring your own spots as well. Like, and figuring out like walking along the coastline even you'd be like oh this, i never even knew this place was here yeah so I, I highly recommend even if you're just looking around jump out or get out and explore the coastline as well and don't exactly. worry yeah yeah and it's nice to do it with someone but like don't wait for someone to do these things now obviously going in the water it's safer to have someone yeah. with you yeah. but just getting out and exploring the coastline like go on that solo road trip do it the coastline and looking at the horizon and being at the sea has to be the most peaceful place yeah um, for sure the most peaceful place so come here if people want to find you look at your amazing Instagram <laughs> content I cannot like <laughs> emphasize that enough where can they do so so I'm normally over on Instagram 
at ushin.c so ushin full stop c um my name is ushin cook and i'm sure if you look that up on instagram it'll also come up same at youtube and tiktok they'll come up as well um if you guys want to follow along to the journey i'm moving to australia in september so uh if you want okay. some australian bits you know where to find me Guys, you heard him here first. He's moving to Australia. He's going to become a pro surfer. So we're lucky <laughs> to have had him while we could. Oshin, thank you so much for your time on the Power Hour today. Thank you so much. Everybody, this is the Power Era on KCLR. That was you two and your song saved my life. Now I'm joined on the phone by Claire Dunphy, PRO of Irish Water Safety in Kilkenny, to talk all things sea safety. Hi, Claire. How are you doing? 
Hi Natalie, I'm not too bad, how are you? I am great, thank you for joining us today. We're doing our Sea Swim special, so we couldn't touch on all of this without talking about the importance of safety. We're trying to motivate people to maybe go for sea swims, think about the cold dips, and we wanted to get you on to talk about, uh, well, first of all, let me ask you, maybe why open water may be dangerous to swim in and what we need to watch out for? Well Natalie, as we all know, Water is a force of nature and it is a very dangerous force when on its own and if you're not prepared to get into it, water can be a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing. So really open water can be very dangerous to swim in if you're not, if you're not ready and you're not prepared to swim in it. It's what we really want to let everyone know in Water Safety Kenny is that just if you're going to go for a swim, which is great, mm-hmm. um, you need to be prepared before you get in. You need to know your water, what what type of water you're getting into, whether it's the river or the sea. Um, know your currents, know your water temperature, and just know how to keep yourself safe when you're going for that swim. Um, and that's what it's really that. And, and if you don't know those, that's where we might get into a little bit of danger. Um, so we just really want people to pay attention to the water temperatures which at the moment around Kilkenny are about 8 degrees so very cold still um, in the water and then just making sure that we keep ourselves warm uh, going in and out of the water that we know our currents, we know our tides that we don't swim in an area that isn't lifeguarded and things like that is is what's going to keep us safer when we decide yeah. to go for our open water swim. Yeah, I think what I've been doing is just making sure to check the weather nearly every day before we plan on going and then the morning of. So you check the wind, you check the waves, you know what the weather's going to be like when you get to your destination, check it at that destination. Because we say eight degrees and I think sometimes we kind of think, well, that's not too bad. It's not freezing point, but it really is another level once your body gets submerged in water that cold. Um, my next question for you, Claire, how can cold water affect your swimming ability? So if you enter into cold water too quickly, you can suffer from something called cold shock. And this is where, if you're not careful, you can get into a bit of, uh, into a bit of bother. So if you've, it's, I'm sure it's happened to people before where they jumped into water, all of a sudden they're gasping for air, yeah. they're panicking because they can't catch their breath and their breathing becomes very heavy and laboured. And that's where you're suffering from cold shock. Now, it can it can lead to just breathing in water and inhalation of water, and that can just be very dangerous. So cold water can basically, it kind of just, it's just a shock to your system. It's a shock. That's really. what you have to be prepared for. Yeah, and yeah. it's really important that you just don't panic. You stay really calm, yes. and usually it'll pass in about a minute if you can keep yourself calm and get out and get warm and just try to float for that minute until you can catch your breath back better not to swim until you've got your breathing under control. Okay. But um, to control, sorry now, to yeah. control the cold shock, we just we just want um, people to immerse themselves in the water first, splashing water down your back, down up your arms and legs so that your body is kind of acclimatised before you go in. That is really helpful advice, Claire, because I've been doing a little bit more sea swimming lately. Uh, that's one thing I never thought of is literally just splashing the cold water up onto my body before I get in. It's kind of become yeah. trendy to just run and get in as quick as you and can. Yeah, yeah, but it's obviously far more safer when the water is as cold as it is in February and into March as well to splash it onto yeah. you first. And also splash just, it onto you, yeah. Yeah, just floating in the water if you feel too 
cold until your breath comes back. That's really, really helpful advice. You did say at the beginning there, you know, just to be prepared for your cold water sea swim. What else can we do to be prepared if we're going for a cold water sea swim? Like I presume maybe have your hot drink there for afterwards. Is there anything else? Yeah, so we kind of have four steps. So they're look up, gear up, buddy up and warm up. So as we said, look up, you've got to look up the water that you're going into, know the waves, the winds, the tides, the temperatures so that you know that you're and know where you're getting in, know where you're getting out, know your depth. So yeah, that everything, you, every, everything about the water, you know before you get into the water. Um, the second one, gear up, it's making sure that you're wearing the right type of protective gear for the temperature that you're getting into. At the moment, um, I would personally be wearing a wetsuit getting into the water at Same. 8 degrees. It is very cold. Mm-hmm. Um, wear your booties, wear gloves on your hands. Um, and we also say that you should, if, especially if you're swimming in open water, wear a brightly coloured swim hat because that means you're very easily spotted by the lifeguards if something happens or right. if you get into a bit of trouble, you can be spotted so quickly. Yeah. Buddy up, um, swim together, swim packs, always yeah. go with someone uh, ex- like... Hopefully go with someone who knows the area well if you don't know the area very well. Yeah. Um, and warm up, get in warm, get out warm. Get, get out dressed warm. quickly, have Love your hot that. drink, get your woolly hat on the minute you get out Your of the dry water. robe, and they're very trendy these days. Your dry robe, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I can tell you it is literally a lifesaver. Look up, gear up, buddy up, warm up. Claire Dunphy, PRO of Irish Water Safety in Kilkenny, thank you so much for your time today. We will hopefully get you back on very soon. We're going to let you go and go to a quick ad break here. Thanks, Claire. The Power Hour Fitness Funny. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Power Hour here with me, Natalie Lennon. So, our funny story of the week. This is on theme with our topic for tonight. This came in from someone on Instagram. Are you ready? I went to a popular diving spot on holidays and there was such force with the dive that it took my trunks right off me. I feel like this has happened to quite a lot of people. Let us know if it's happened to you. Everyone would go one at a time. This is what the individual has said. And wait until the other had cleared the way. So I had cleared the way before I realised they were left floating behind me. The lady who dived in after me kindly got them whilst I waited in the water at the side and brought them to me on her way out. I awkwardly had to put them on in the water. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Do you know what? I relate to this because I'm slightly scared from an incident when I was on a family holiday in a theme park when I was younger. You know those water slides and you go flying down them like... At the speed of 90, as we say, and I had a bikini top on that just got so twisted with the power of the water. If my mom is listening, she'll remember. I had to go looking for her all over the water park, holding on to myself because I was in such a twist. There's nothing more embarrassing. But listen, we're not going to get any further into that story. Any fitness funnies that you have for me, please do send them in or pop them over to my Instagram. Now we're going to move on to busting a myth. Clearing up those misconceptions, the Power Hour One Minute Myth Bust. Now, the myth is stretching before exercise prevents injury. This is, in fact, wrong. Stretching before exercise might cause an injury. Now, I know you're listening and you're going, Natalie, that can't be right. Okay, so listen. For some reason, many of us believe that static stretching helps prevent injury before a workout. Now, a static stretch is where you hold a stretch for 20 seconds or more. 
guys, this can actually weaken muscles and do more damage than good, in particular if it's a cold muscle. You're better off to do dynamic stretching, which is an in-motion movement. So maybe some jumping jacks, some body weight squats, some hip circles, some arm rotations, basically a moving warm-up exercise that's going to increase your body heat and blood flow to the muscles. So before you do your next workout, which I know you're all going to do tomorrow morning when you wake up bright and chirpy, motivated after the power hour, don't start stretching and holding each muscle group for 20 to 30 seconds. Do that as your cool down or even your warm down is what people tend to call it. Sometimes I rather call it cool down. I get a bit confused by the warm down term. So that is your one minute myth bust for this week on the Power Hour. And I'm going to finish up with your homework, your cheer challenge. So last week our challenge was to bring a probiotic food into your diet. Sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, kombucha after we spoke to Lorraine from Thrive Cafe in Tullow. I hope you did. If you didn't, it's not too late. Add sauerkraut to your shopping list for next week. This week, what I wanted to ask you to do is on theme and that is switch your shower to cold for 10 seconds at the very end. So we're trying to motivate you to think about going for a swim, maybe a sea dip. We've touched on all of that. But if that's not quite your cup of tea just yet and you can't get down to maybe one of these recovery centres with hot and cold tubs, why don't you just test out cold water in your shower? Switch it to the coldest you can for 10 seconds at the very end and try your best to breathe normally and realise that you can get through just 10 seconds of cold water and I promise you you're going to feel the better of it afterwards. Guys we are coming to the end of our Power Hour here, my fifth show on KCLR. Please do get in touch with me on Instagram at Nathalie Lennon, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E, Lennon with an underscore at the end. With any questions or stories that you might have for my show next week, I cannot wait to come back and join you. Or you can send in your questions to ourdinnersready.ie text line 083-306-9696. I have been having so much fun presenting this show and I have to give a huge shout out and thank you to my producer Ashlyn Kelly you all know her very well who has helped me along the way coming up we will have your news I cannot wait to be back with you next week at 6pm set your alarms you don't want to miss it I'll talk to you very soon The KCLOR Power Hour with Nathalie Lennon